0: Chapter 12 A Brief Report to Make Me Look Busy There are about two dozen children here in HG World, all between the ages of 3 and 16. About half of them are orphans. The adults who look after the ones without parents include some who lost their own children on the outside or exist in that horrible purgatory of being separated from them, not knowing one way or another. Some chose to help other children because they're praying the same is being done for their own. Some do it just because it's in their nature. There's no official screening process, but it's worked out okay so far because there's a real sense of family when it comes to the kids. I'm not much north of what they consider a child in this place, but even I tend to be lumped in for special treatment from time to time. The Harris family will ask me to dinner, check in on me, Maybe that's just from our shared experience on the bus, but it's nonetheless appreciated. Taking responsibility for a child here is a whole different thing. It's not easy, and never a joyful thing, but it's necessary and practical in this new world. The trickiest thing is balancing hope with a healthy dose of reality about things and making sure there's time enough to play— but not too much that the children are allowed to drift back or away and think about the things that will be waiting for them in their dreams. There are no babies. The last pregnant woman here in the shelter died of pneumonia shortly after she arrived. She was six months pregnant, had a hundred and six degree fever when they brought her off the bus. She went into isolation and no one ever saw her again. No one has gotten pregnant that I know of. If they have, they've kept it a secret it's not like people aren't practicing sex is the fourth most popular distraction in this place behind football gardening and petty theft i bring this up as i sit in what passes for a classroom here in the great society we've built inside hg world sitting inside four walls covered in drywall and paint soft lighting in a drop ceiling desks and chairs in a circle around a pile of mats and pillows I almost feel like I could walk out the big oak door and onto the playground or step out into a tile hallway and the chemical smell of pine. Every detail of the construction of this room was designed like everything else in HG World, to remove us from the reality that lives just on the other side of the walls. The children have made this their museum of innocence. All signs of their fear and grief have been removed, and I look around to see pictures of sunny days and rainbows. Moms and dads and stick figure hold hands with their children on green grass. The usual Halloween decorations you'd expect to see this time of year are a little too macabre. So there's a lot of orange and black, but images of the fall harvest. There's not a skeleton in sight. No green witches, not even a black cat. In the back, under the painted banners reminding us of our three R's, There's a menagerie of clay animals on little wooden display blocks. The theme is, if I had a pet. One boy wrote of a fat lion with a head like a strawberry and stubby legs. I would have a lion who would sit at the foot of my bed and keep me safe. The word always is wedged in between and and keep. One thing I did not mention about my visit to the roof something i went back up later to confirm is that there are no animals out there certainly we know that the wildlife of the forest is out there but there are no stray dogs or cats outside just eaters i didn't see birds in the sky either no buzzards no carrion no bird song to accompany the sound of wind through the trees I guess I've been so busy collecting the linear passage of events, observing the wonder of actually being outside, it took me a while to get around to the bigger question. Why? We've stopped asking that question because the noise and the urgency of everything is so overwhelming that we have learned to simply respond, act, and then retreat to somewhere dark and quiet when our bodies tell us that it is time to recharge, not rest. Recharge for the next cycle of maze runs here in the maze. That's another thing I like about this room. It's well insulated. I can't hear people outside and I can focus. I admit that at first, that was a little creepy. Silence and stillness are scary things in my world. But when the kids aren't here, I can borrow the classroom library computer another side effect of being the site's newsletter editor, to do some research. I have about two terabytes of archived books, magazines, and newspapers from the past year, along with a lot of podcasts, video. I want to try and piece together some of the things I wasn't paying attention to in the world. In retrospect... The world went to shit a long time ago when we made political debate a competitive sport rather than a means of social discord and progress. I'm reading online news stories run as our major cities were burning or drowning in eaters that talk about who's to blame, what party they were from, and how socialism or fascism was at the root of all this. I'm reading one Time Magazine article that profiles some of the 100,000 international peacekeepers ready to sweep in from Canada to help protect the last great Western economy, spare some lives, and maybe turn the war in our favor. But the Democratic President and Republican Congress couldn't get over themselves long enough to admit they needed help. Rich pundits didn't pontificate from bunkers very long. When New York City imploded in waves of violence, rioting, and terror, the champions on both sides of the political shit match left town. Newspapers broke down and actually printed just news. Where to go and what to take. Casualty reports and warnings. You could download a phone app that pointed to safe houses and relocation centers. That's in places like New York, Philly, Los Angeles. But in suburbia and out in the rurals, life continued with the same pissing and moaning they'd been taught by the media to keep them stupid and idle. By them, of course, I include myself. Until it was too late, I just thought this was the latest in whatever big scary thing people made up to make us vote one way or the other, or buy something we didn't really need. Like a lot of people, I didn't really see hundreds, thousands, hundreds of thousands of deaths overseas as my problem once it reached america i was sure someone else would take care of it and let me keep my head firmly wedged up steve jobs undead asshole by the time the eaters reached main street usa oprah hannity oberman john stewart and the usual brand of thought makers were no longer on the air except out west in wyoming a new american government has been established Calling itself the Western Free States, it could have been its own reality series on Fox. When the President and Vice President went into seclusion three months ago, the only thing keeping Congress functioning was its shared hatred of the United Nations. A group of governors, senators, and rich folks decided to arbitrarily move the nation's capital to yellowknife and establish quarantine. The president and his people did not respond to the threat, so the Speaker of the House, Newton Santoni, a Republican from Wyoming, declared himself president pending free elections and appointed, of all people, former Alaska Governor Sarah Palin vice president. Three weeks later, Santoni had a stroke. Palin became president and blew the lid off the already high-stupid threshold by appointing radio host Glenn Back as her VP. What's weird is that some of the president's former cabinet members joined Santoni in his new government, despite being part of the opposite party. Meanwhile, there has been no word from the elected president, the vice president, or half of Congress. There's no Supreme Court or Joint Chiefs. The Navy, Air Force, and other military forces are reporting to Major General Alec Hornblum, a man who has vowed to maintain control of the military until the elected president reports in, or free elections are held. The most powerful conventional military force exists in the free states, while Washington, D.C. is occupied by thousands of eaters. It doesn't seem to matter if people out here in the East agree to follow Washington or Wyoming. The military in the free states keeps the borders closed and the people free inside. The United Nations has some residual power outside of that area, but neither government is able to govern outside its borders, which is why there are a lot of local governments out there taking care of their own. So, according to this digital timeline of events and a recap of the last day of Facebook and Google, It looks like the world lost its cell phone and iPad while standing in the middle of a desert. And with the sun setting and the wolves closing in, I have to wonder if we were prepared for such a time, and what will remain of us when this coming winter turns back into spring. What will come of these children when HG World begins to close in on them, and they begin to dream of putting the outside back together again?